What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, three overrated teams in the uh, new AP Top 25 that came out today in college football. So I'll give you three overrated teams and my pick for tonight's Monday Night Football game. Let's get into it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Special thanks to Wise Money Sports online, wisemoneysports.com. If you want access to a private professional portfolio, check them out online, wisemoneysports.com or on Twitter at wisemoneysports. All right, so the uh, AP Top 25, the coaches poll came out today. Now we're going to focus on the AP Top 25. It's the widely used poll uh, across the country. It's the one that we all talk about usually when you're talking about college football ratings. So, uh, I have three teams here that are overrated in the AP Top 25 that I have slightly lower or uh, college football experts who I lean on have lower than these rankings. So three teams. Let's start off in the top 10. Number seven, Auburn. Right now, overrated by three or four spots. A lot of the consensus for for uh, sharps around the country is Auburn is right around the 11th best team in the country. By saying they're a top 10 team, almost seven, Puts them in the same category as Oklahoma, Ohio State, some of the best uh, contenders, if you ask me, right now in the country. Auburn's 4-0. I understand that they have uh, that big old sexy zero in the loss column. But the way Auburn has gone about winning their four games is not at all what you want to see out of a national championship contender. You add to that their freshman quarterback, Bo Nix. Yes, he's improving, but when you surround him with the likes of, again, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, these are the same teams right there around the same rankings as Auburn. I think Auburn would completely crumble against those teams, and I think here in about a month and a half we're going to see exactly what Auburn does against uh, Alabama. But I'm fast-forwarding a little bit. Auburn, as I said, 4-0 to start the se- uh, 4-0 in the first four games of the year. They started the season, which... I think that should have been a loss against Oregon. Neutral field, national TV. They come back from a 27, I believe, 27-6 deficit to win. Or excuse me, 21-6 deficit to win 27-21. So got off to a horrible start. Ended up coming back against a flat Oregon team where Justin Herbert, their quarterback, did not look good at all. Then they beat Tulane and Kent. Okay, good for you, Auburn. It's Tulane and Kent. Then last week... Uh, A matchup where they go on the road at Texas A&M. Texas A&M, their only loss of the year came at Clemson, but still a lot of question marks as to how good Texas A&M was. Well, Auburn keeps that to within a touchdown, and they needed a ton of breaks that game. Their average starting position in the first half, Auburn's, was on on Texas A&M's 40-yard line. Again, Auburn's average field position was in the other team, Texas A&M's, uh, 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 territory, the 40-yard line. Scored halftime, Auburn up 14-3. What happened in the second half? Texas A&M outscored Auburn without any of that fluky stuff going on. Again, Bo Nix, the freshman, has looked okay this year. He was 12 of 20 for 100 yards against Texas A&M. So am I saying that Auburn's a bad team? Am I saying that Auburn is um, one of the average teams in the, in the SEC? They're not going to compete for anything this year? No, of course not. But is number seven the appropriate ranking for the Auburn Tigers at this point in the season? No, of course not. And they play Mississippi State next week. But after that, Auburn goes on the road to Florida, on the road to Arkansas, on the road to LSU, three weeks in a row. I think we see two losses in those three weeks. Auburn is my most overrated team in the top 25. 
We'll go a few spots down now to Texas at number 11. I think Texas is uh, under, excuse me, is overrated at the number 11 spot. Now, let's not forget Texas did lose a seven-point game at home against LSU. I actually took a, a lot of positives away from that game with Texas. They looked good, stayed within a touchdown of a certainly a national championship contender with an LSU. But I'm still not ready to put Texas at number 11. Matter of fact, a lot of these sharps, as I mentioned earlier across the country, have Texas about 15 right now. So that's about three or four spots overrated. Now, Texas goes on the road next week at West Virginia. I don't think that's going to be a very close game at all. I think Texas blows West Virginia out. However, the following week, October 12th, Texas then plays the University of Oklahoma. I think we see the real Texas team get exposed that game, and I think I think they get blown out against Oklahoma. But either way, this isn't about good, bad, should they be there, should they not. This is simply overrated in the AP Top 25. And Texas is a good team. They're improved from the last couple of years, and they're better than a lot of people, including myself, thought that they would be up to this point in the season. But they've played, aside from LSU, Louisiana Tech, Rice, and then last week, they arguably should have gotten beat by Oklahoma State at home. <laughs> I mean, that game was played in Texas, and Oklahoma State had every right to win that game. They played about as poorly as you could in key, t- in key crunch time situations. Oklahoma State did, and still almost had a chance to come back and win that game at the very end. Texas, to me, way overrated at number 11. Everybody always wants to say Texas is back, the Longhorns are back. I simply think that we get too overzealous and too excited about Texas, and let's they're just too young this year. They, they replaced the most starters from 2018 to 2019, and it's going to take at least one more season for Texas to get to that next level. So I think Texas right around the 15 or 14 mark when in the AP Top 25. They are rated number 11. And last but not least here, USC rated number 21 in the country. And I just think, again, similar to Texas, that whenever USC rattles off a couple wins, it sort of seems like a rite of passage. Oh, they belong in the Top 25. They they, uh, they're USC. Of course they do. Well, if you followed USC this year, they haven't looked that good. They lost to BYU 30-27, and them beating Utah last week seems like this monumental win. It's a huge win for, for uh, USC. This is, oh, look at they were underdogs. Folks, if you listened to uh, the show last week, the college football preview, I picked USC to win that game. A lot of the sharper people in the country had USC against the spread. Why? Because Utah was overrated, and it was a great spot for the Trojans at home, coming off the loss, so on and so forth. This did not show me how good USC was. This showed me that college football plays itself out like we see itself play. We see it play itself out game after game, year after year. It's it's seemingly just the same thing. We're just in a loop over and over and over. And what I heard last week, oh well, Kyle Whittingham, the coach of Utah, though he's never won himself. At USC, though this college hasn't won in USC since before TVs were invented, ah, throw all that out the window. USC is really bad this year. Utah is really good this year. Well, no. What we saw is what we've seen happening in the last couple decades in football. Utah goes to USC as an overrated favorite, and USC wins. It was very predictable. So let's not now overreact and say, oh, well, USC beat Utah. Now they must be a top 25 team. USC's wins this season over a... A Fresno State team who, yes, they won double digits last year and lost almost everybody on their team. Fresno's not going to be good. They lose to Fresno. They beat, excuse me, they beat Fresno. They beat a Stanford team who is now known as probably the most, the biggest underperforming team in the entire Pac-12. 
They lose on the road at BYU. Okay? Now, they're going to have to go on the road and play uh, number 17 Washington next week, and I think USC gets exposed for who they really are. USC, overrated in my ratings. I, I don't think they belong in the top 25. I don't think they belong in the same conversation as any other ranked team, yet here they are, 3-1, and one, ranked 21st uh, in the country, and I think that's a massive, massive overreaction. Uh, so my three overrated teams, Auburn at number 7, Texas at number 11, and USC at 21. All right, that does it for my overrated teams in the AP Top 25 college football poll. All right, let's move on to tonight's Monday Night Football game. Definitely not a strong lean one way or another here, but if I had to force one play, I would go Washington Redskins. Why? Well, it's pretty simple here for me. They're playing at home. They're the underdog, and the Bears are overrated. Uh, The Bears won a lucky game last week. Mitch Trubisky has proven to me that what we saw last year in 2018 was Matt Nagy, their head coach of the Bears, disguising everything in the world to hide Mitch Trubisky's deficiencies. Mitch Trubisky is about as average of a quarterback as you can get. Yet what we were saying last year, or what a lot of people were saying last year, oh, Trubisky, look how good this guy can be. If you just keep, just don't make any mistakes, he can be a great quarterback. And we're seeing this year that if you're going to be a great quarterback in the NFL, you have to have some element of electricity. You have to have some element of improvisation, of being able to create a play when things break down, (laughs) and Mitch Trubisky is not that at all. So I've been very underwhelmed by Trubisky this year. I think the Bears entirely, as a team, are overrated. And what this line says is that the Chicago Bears are about 8.5 or 9 points better than the Washington Redskins. I know the Redskins have not looked very good this year. I mean, they, let's see, what did they do? They opened up with a, uh, pull it up real quick here. They opened up with a good game against the Eagles. They lost by five points on the road. Then last week, they host the Cowboys, lose by 10 points. One thing we know is the Eagles and Cowboys, two of the best teams in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying the Redskins are a product of this horrible schedule and they're going to be a good team. I'm saying that what we've seen so far, the Redskins are at least as good as we thought they were, we were coming into the season. And, 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 I mean, that's being very generous, folks. To say the Redskins are as good, I think that they're very, a lot better than we expected them to be coming into the season. So the first two games, uh, losing by an average of 7.5 points, now they get to host uh, the, the, the Bears. Monday Night Football, I think a lot goes right here for uh, the Redskins tonight. So I'll take them plus 5.5 in my lean on Monday Night Football. All right, that uh, does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. This has been The Sharp Angle, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. 